Hello, everyone. Uh, back again. Um, back again with Heather. Uh, and also Karen Chenko, who sadly, we can see her and she can hear us, but uh, we can't hear her for any reason. So she's going to talk in sign language while we have the slides up for all of you. Uh, so actually, Heather is going to uh, do the majority of the talking, obviously. But please know that uh, Karen certainly had a role in this, and we're sorry that um, we can't hear her for whatever reason. Technical difficulties, but we will uh, move on. So, Heather, I'm going to turn it over. This is a sneak peek at the 2014 benchmarking survey. Uh, I'm going to turn it over to you, and I will then bring up the slides. Okay. Thank you, Derek. Uh, good morning or good afternoon, everyone. Uh, this has been a really uh, great experience for me that, uh, participating in CME Palooza. I hope it has been for all of you as well. Uh, the first thing you'll note is that the title is not sneak peek at the 2014 survey data because we still don't have that data. So I apologize. We have uh, lots of interesting things to talk about, though, anyway. Next slide. So the Benchmarking Survey Working Group is a part of the IACE uh, section of the Alliance. And if you aren't aware of us, please um, don't hesitate to contact me after this. I have my contact information, and I can send you our reports. So we, what we produce is uh, both a survey, and that's where we get participation from all different companies. If you are on the line and you are a part of an industry, and you don't receive the survey, please contact me afterwards. We, there is still time to collect some survey data for the 2014 survey, so uh, please, please contact me. As you can see on the slide, this is our team. Um, Beth Page from Lilly and Karen Zanko, who's on the, the, on the line, but we are unable to hear her um, brilliant insights. They are both the co-chairs this year. And you can see the team. We have uh, really a diverse group of people participating in the working group. I'll talk to you about a little bit about what we do. We could move to the next slide. So this, the uh, intention of the survey, this is sort of comes from the very beginning of the survey development and the, benchmark, the uh, benchmarking working group team. Uh, they just, the PACME leadership, which um, is now IACE, ICE, but then it was called PACME, um, selected some areas and ranked them what is the most important to the leadership of ICE. And this is what they came up to, uh, with in the very beginning. So it was focused on department scope and budgets, grant review and approval process, the nature of interactions with industry and providers, educational value and future trends. And I can say that um, we stick, this is really some of what we still do. All of these items are still in the survey. We have continually updated it every year to make it relevant and include things that wouldn't have been a part of the survey back then, for example, the Sunshine Act. Uh, so uh, it is an evolving survey, but we have kept to these major uh, areas. Next slide. Uh, so developing the survey, we started back in 2009. I'm not going to read all of these pieces. It really came out of um, uh, the PACME leadership, as I said. And uh, the survey was first uh, sent out in the spring of 2010, or actually spring 2009. 
And the process that we go through, we go through each question really individually with our team and assess if um, the data is, if we're getting the data that we want from the question. We make revisions as necessary. We um, send the survey to the appropriate people to approve and add their input. And then it's uh, put loaded into, you know, it used to be uh, Zoomerang, but now it's SurveyMonkey. And we do some beta testing and then we send it out. Uh, there are f about 50 questions every time. Uh, we uh, struggle with how many questions we know. Nobody wants to fill out a 150-question survey, but we would like to have more data. So we're kind of always balance, taking the balance between those two things. Um, in the initial uh, development of the survey, they really estimated 45 minutes to complete the survey. I um, have never had to take 45 minutes, so I don't think it quite takes that long. Um, today we have 12 organizations represented on the working group. We have the survey disseminated, disseminated in the same way as it was in its you know, origin that I've just described. And the survey link is sent to one key individual per organization. So it's not something that multiple people from an organization fill out. Uh, so we get some really uh, valuable data that way. Uh, we do provide, uh, we send out an email with the link. We then provide uh, uh, a few reminders and then the survey is closed. So uh, you can move the slide forward, Derek. So what we deliver. So we have an annual survey we deliver every year. Uh, there were two sub-surveys that were done in 2011, one on monitoring and one on outcomes. Uh, we do presentations of the data at the ACE conference. Um, and then we present the data at other conferences as well. Um, after this, we can add that we presented at CME Palooza. And uh, last year, the, the group, I was actually um, one of the co-chairs in the last two years. And what we did really spearheaded was putting together a report. We were inspired by the Harrison report. Um, to provide a little bit more than just the raw data to people, but really our analysis of it. And I think it's very valuable. We also have um, regularly submitted and had published articles just summarizing some of the data in the Almanac publication. Next slide. This is what our beautiful benchmarking insights looks like. And uh, as I said, this is a really valuable report. It's a, a something that I think all of you should take a look at and I'm happy to provide it to you if you haven't seen it already. Uh, next slide. And so the interesting thing, and I think this is really uh, what I, we're focused on today in this talk, is really how is this data used? So you can see on the screen it goes through some, the, the most common ways that people, we, we do ask this question. Um, we also ask a free text to just describe some of the ways that you do this. And that's where on the right you see um, the 67% used it to improve organizational process, 29% to validate organizational process, and 14% to compare against other companies. And I don't think any of these are a surprise. So um, the free text response 
uh, and I'm not going to read them all, but I think it's very, very interesting, and it's it's informative to us as a, a group, so that we know how um, people are utilizing the survey in their uh, within their teams. But it's also, I hope, inspirational to many of you, uh, because can we go back to the text? So I'm hoping this is inspirational to you if you don't use the benchmarking workgroup data. Um, I think there's a lot of ways you can utilize it. And Karen and I um, are going to talk about uh, some of the ways our organization uses it. Um, you know, I apologize, but you're going to get only my perspective today, uh, which is you know a real shame because I know Karen had some wonderful things to share with us. But um, uh, so hopefully this will inspire you if you don't use the data to see some different ways that that can be it can be utilized. So the next slide, please. Um, as the free text responses, I think that I have uh, used the data from the benchmarking survey and the insights report internally to um, to benchmark what we do. It, it comes up when I suggest changes to our department or structure or process. Um, it, 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 it provides some of the data to help um, bolster those requests or um, process changes. Uh, for example, uh, staffing issues, um, certainly budgets. I'm often asked, um, fortunately at Gilead we don't have to spend a lot of time with the value of CME. It's a very valued thing within our organization. Um, but still the question comes up is how, you know, how much are we spending and, and is that the right spend? And I'm sure everyone in the industry has those conversations. Um, and it's very helpful to have the data to back up um, and see really where you are in the, the spectrum of uh, industry spend. So I found that very, very useful. Um, also in terms of monitoring, uh, we when I started a few years ago, we didn't really have a handle on what percentage of our uh, projects were being, I mean proposals are being uh, monitored. So that was a project that I took on and started quantifying that and, and really studying what our patterns were. And then we benchmarked it against the, the survey's results to be sure that we were in line with other people within industry. So uh, those are just a few examples. I would love to hear from you guys if you have anything. Um, if not, I will just tell you that the, um, the 2014 survey, we. As I mentioned before, we do follow all of the same things. There's definitely stuff about budgets and process um, and all of the things that we know and love. Um, and it is valuable data. We, we find it's really valuable to see the year-over-year um, -year data and see how things have changed or have not changed. Um, but like I said, we always all are also always trying to push the survey to be contemporary and meaningful very specifically to trends that are happening within CME right now. So for instance, this year we added a new topic about sort of who makes up the grants review committee and what do those grant review committees look like. 
Um, we also explored a few of this, the ideas that we started last year and, and um, explored them a little bit deep, more deep. And I think that um, open payment, or what we were calling the Sunshine Act, at the time we put one simple question in la in the 2013 survey, which was about, <clears throat> pardon me, um, if the question was a very simple question about does your organization um, kind of know what they're going to implement based on the Sunshine Act, and there was a overwhelming sense of that not everyone really had a plan yet. But it's amazing what a year will do. <laughs> so by this this time of developing this survey, we had much more specific questions to ask because we're all, you know, inside that process, and it's uh, something we've all had to uh, acclimate to. Uh, we, start, we started asking questions about satellite symposia and have expanded kind of the depth of those. We didn't quite get the exact data that we wanted, so uh, made some revisions there. Uh, made some inquiries about single support versus multi-support. Um, an ongoing issue of interest to everyone is the RFP and CGA processes. Uh, a few about change of scope, and then of course monitoring outcomes are very key components to the survey and we will continue to keep asking about those and asking about them in, in uh, new and different ways. Um, that said, we try not to change questions if they're working just fine because we do get that valuable year-over-year uh, -year comparison and that's really important to what we do. So I think we um, I do see that I have a way to, and this is perfect, keep this slide up. Uh, Karen was able to share with me a little bit about how her organization used this. And uh, she said she uses the data from the survey every year to present to their senior leaders in the medical organization. And some of the areas that they particularly focus on is interactions with providers, uh, written, written communications as it pertains to grant denials, and monitoring of supported programs. It has also been helpful in terms of comparing their organization to others as it pertains to single commercial support versus multi-support. So I'm very glad Karen was able to uh, slip that in here and be able to uh, join the conversation. So this last slide is just my contact information, actually, and uh, that some of the things that we're really hoping to do. Um, the addition of device companies happened in the 2013 survey, but we're certainly going to be continuing to develop that and would love any insider ideas um, from anyone on how we can improve that. Uh, we also continually add pharma companies and, and device companies. Um, so please, if your company has not been represented, contact me and I will make sure that you get the copy of the survey. If you do so today, you can probably uh, get the survey for the 2014, and, and so that will be wonderful. Uh, the other thing is to update contact information. If you know there's been major changes in, in your leadership for CME at your organization, if you could let us know, that would be uh, excellent. And finally, I will ask, I know we haven't had a ton of questions here, but if there is anyone that has a question, uh, please do so now before we do a final wrap-up. 
we did not have any specific questions other than a couple asked about contact information um, for wanting to find out more. Um, so that's great. You have it up here. And again, I'll put it up on the website as well. Perfect. Uh, so those who were interested can contact. Great. Well, thank you, everyone. And thank you, Derek. This has been a, a pleasure to be a part of this wonderful conference. So thank you. Yeah, and thank you uh, both, Karen. Again, sorry it didn't work out, but thanks for your contribution. Otherwise, and at least you got one little chat uh, <laughs> message in there. Um, we are back on schedule, which is great because we get to have a little 15-minute break now because I need it. Uh, so I will see everyone back again at noon. Um, Karen Roy is back along with Tracy Meyer to talk about the art of storytelling, developing patient cases with impact. So that should be great. Um, so thanks again, Heather, for all your sessions this morning. Karen, you as well. Uh, everyone have a great uh, rest of your morning, and I will see you in about 15 minutes. See you guys Great. later. Thank mm -hmm. you.